This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Mark and Reese, we are back live at Chickies and Pete's in South Philadelphia for the best in-game experience for all your sporting action it's at Chickies and Pete's before the game, during the game, after the game. Chickiesandpete's.com for the location nearest you. All right, well, we have, um, we have uh, the reports that are coming out, Jack Fritz, about, um, about, uh, about who wants, and I'm, I'm assuming that we're talking about Joel Embiid here with the latest reports that are out. Oh, yeah. New York Knicks are, are interested. And it's a matter of... Um, <laughs> I, I just, like, I, I don't, he, it, it would take Joel Embiid saying, I went out. Like, trade me right now. Do we feel like that that's a possibility right now? Do we feel like that that's where Joel Embiid's head is right now? Do we feel like, are, are we not? Well, why, why would he want out? Well, I mean, I guess my question is, why is all of this coming out right now? And it's really a variety. It's, it's right. It's to create. It's to create stuff like like i'm sure new york wants him sure but i'm, I'm just wondering why would joel and b want out it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like down here that he is desiring a trade right now or he feels any urgency like man this sucks i went out of here he was just happy winning the mvp trophy two weeks ago or whatever is being celebrated i know they lost and he's taken some criticism it hasn't been over the top hateful toxic criticism at least i don't sense it he's i know not people are want out because of us he will want out because of the organization he doesn't he doesn't come to work with us he knows he's been here long enough to know that if he plays well fans that stuff's going to change right. no i was asking that because i'm saying would it be because now james harden's going to be here and it's his team i mean we're we're doing two things here. James Harden is leaving, so why would Joel Embiid want to leave? Is if Joel Embiid leaving because Harden is leaving? And that's one. And, and that's the one thing that I read in a couple of the couple of the the what the the writers in New York were writing was that he's going to be actually mad if Harden leaves because he's going to look at it and say, "Now I don't have a chance to win." And he was actually pro Harden, not anti Harden which I hadn't even thought about. I thought it would be, well, if Harden comes back and the Sixers aren't good enough and it becomes Harden's organization because they hire a coach that he wants and Daryl Morey is a Harden guy, that's how you lose him. But, I mean, some of, the, some of these reporters up there, including Stefan Brody, who covers the Knicks for the New York Daily News, he, had, he puts this out. He says, been told since midseason that Joel Embiid is the guy to watch for the Knicks. And Philly's playoff flameout only intensifies that belief. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, well, would, I, I mean, I would have to hear Joel Embiid just wants to be traded. He's unhappy. Like, I, I don't know where to go with that. Like, I don't know where to go with that. Are we assuming that the, the Sixers want to trade Joel Embiid? No, I don't believe And the James Harden is leaving, so they really, then they are blowing it up. I don't believe the Sixers want to trade Joel Embiid. And I don't. 
I didn't think or I don't think, just based on his behavior, that Joel Embiid is ready to leave Philadelphia. Right? Like, I get that he wants to feel like he has a chance to win and he has a team around him that can win, but that's, this is where Daryl Morey comes in. And he says to Joel, listen, like, we gotta rebuild, we're gonna rebuild this team. We're not gonna take a long time to do it, but like, here's what I'm looking to do. Mm-hmm. Well, like, Daryl Morey, like, this is about him now. Again, he makes the big bucks. He's gotta have the relationship, relationship with Joel Embiid to where he feels good about the coach being, that's being hired. He's gonna quit or be fired. He loses James Harden and trades Joel Embiid. What is he doing? He's, for, he's, for what? He's firing himself, essentially. Exactly. Yeah, 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 what is that? <laughs> like, how do you sell this as some sort of successful secession plan? Jack, to me, this feels like it, this is being put out there by Leon Rose and the organization in New York that's trying to start the narrative of sure. Embiid. Yes. Once the I, I think that's exactly that's what it feels. Exactly. Let's put it in Embiid's head like, hey, listen, we want you up here. And he's his former agent, so I'm sure Joel already knows that he would like to have him up there. I do wonder I, how I, he would. I'm sure. 30 teams in this league Absolutely. would love to have Joel Embiid. Yep. <laughs> I do wonder how he would feel about a step back here. I mean, that seems like what we're, we're, tre- we're, we're trending towards here. You know, I, I know Morey talked the other day out. He has to get sold on the new coach because he was upset about Doc getting fired. I, I would be curious to see how he feels about that. But it's only a step back year because James Harden is leaving. The Sixers didn't have a, necessarily they don't, a choice. If, yeah, if Harden wants to leave, like, what can you do? Right. You don't have the ability to go out there and sign someone and also, that's going to replace James Harden from a salary standpoint. So, like, what can you do? And I guarantee you if James Harden leaves, Embiid's going to have more say about who the head coach is than anybody. You would think. I mean, what are they going to bring in? Dan Tony with, with, without? Like, I, like, who would they bring in? Yeah, I don't man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, that's an essential blow-up. That's what that's saying, is that they're blowing it up. Right, which they're not, which which makes absolutely zero sense. Makes no sense. Yeah, so the Knicks can continue to say, like, you want Embiid. All right, well, you want Embiid. That's great. That's like us saying we want Dame Lillard. Portland's like, so what? (laughs) Like, so what you want Dame Lillard? Yeah, it hasn't worked out in our favor so far. Yeah, we've been one players forever. Yep. I'm sure the Knicks do want Joel Embiid. But they do. I just don't see... Why the Sixers would be motivated to do that? I they just wouldn't. don't see that. And Daryl Morey is not a builder from the draft. It's not what he does as a GM. He's a willer and diller. You think you think Daryl Morey is about to sign up to to take on a bunch of draft picks and develop players? No. <laughs> and the and, and and ownership's not signing up to take on a bunch of draft picks so they can win 30 games next year. Unless you were giving me the top pick with Victor Wamba Mamba in there as, as the top player. Yeah, sure. How do you sell to your fan base this is a better option moving forward and this is the bright future? Like, no. like what are you selling to us as a fan base? I mean, we may get some calls that say they want it blown up, but how many people actually that watch the 76ers and go to games want this blown up? I sure as hell don't. I'm no. not there yet. I sure as hell don't. No. And you know what, Ike, in a year or two, they very well may be the, the sentiment of, of the team that says, you know, of, of fans that say, you know what, it's, we got to well, figure listen, something else out. Everything has a shelf life. Right. I just don't think this year is where I say, you know what, I'm blowing up everything and we just start over. 
No. 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 I'm not doing that. No. Agreed. All right, let's go to Aaron and Kim. Yeah, by the way, why would Maxie stick around for that? Right. Yeah, I mean, he's other than the $200 million that, that you can give him, but now you have Maxie and who? Whoever you trade for or draft picks or something like that? Yeah, like, I'm not ready for it yet. Aaron, Aaron in Mount Airy, we talked to his dad earlier. Aaron, what's up, buddy? How are you? What up, fellas? What up, eh? Aaron? That, that's big, eh? I'm over the way. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad you, uh, I, he just said the word succession. Listen, I, I know you and March, y'all love watching shows from the late 90s, early 2000s. Y'all won't get that bubble. But on HBO, the show Succession, my homie kept telling me about it, but I just got on it. That's a great show. It's a succession. drama comedy about a guy who runs a, uh, he's a media mogul and trying to set up who he wants to run the company. Then he's no longer. It's a great show. Look it up. Succession. Okay. But right quick, for your Jokic fans, I'm not sure how long y'all have been listening to Ike on the radio, but he will watch Jokic with an eagle eye coming from a former LeBron supporter. It's been days. I'm driving, and Ike is going on on a rant. It's on a rant for like five minutes straight. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Listen, that guy has thick skin. If you're going to go in on Jokic, if and when they get eliminated by late. Yep. He knows me. Um, yeah, when I was, like, I was a, cause you can, I don't watch, I didn't watch Rockets games like that, but I was, based on the numbers we were putting up, and, and I just wanted someone to knock the Warriors out of the playoffs. I just needed somebody to do that. So I became a Rockets Harden fan from afar. And, you know, mm-hmm. when you, just like when you see a lady from afar, you know, you see her around, you're like, oh, yeah, I like that. But then when you get there, you're like, I don't really like that. So <laughs> I'm okay with Harden going. Like, I was, like, last year, after last year, I was okay with Harden going because he quit. And he, and, and so noticeable when he quit. And I can't have that because, like, let's call it this, we have a big man who also quit. We need someone who's going to push and be, because he's not going nowhere. No matter if he won't trade it, and be here to stay for the foreseeable future until his body breaks down. So I'm okay with having this, unless Dane hits, unless, and beats off his pie and hits up Dame like, yo, bro, I need you. And Dame is like, okay, I got you. Unless that happens, we need so we wait, we need and be here. Unless we're just gonna be a a horrible franchise. And the people okay with that, like, that's okay with me. But I don't want another horrible franchise for the next five years. No, no we don't need any, no. thanks, Sarah. We don't need another process. No. It feels like the process wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yes, we're not looking to go through that again. I am not. No, we are not. Kenny from the Dirty 30 checks in. Kenny, how are you, buddy? Well, first off, I'm still trying to get over Herb's call about Villanova. Um, <laughs> Do you have any in- insiders at Villanova as well, like Herb? I wish I had Herb's insiders. I know. He seems to know everybody. Uh-huh. I also wish I knew the color of the sky from the planet he came from. <laughs> um, so so we're, it's, a, it's a runoff tomorrow for Herb. Who do you think wins it, Kenny? Who's the favorite? Well, I think Jack will win it, but if just in case Julio's getting ahead, he's have to throw some hamburgers in front of Julio, and he'll stop running. <laughs> well, oh, no, he's, he's not, not much he's, of a meat eater. He doesn't eat meat, man. Right. So he said, yeah. Just, yeah, if he starts running too fast, th- throw some raw meat at him. But um, okay, so there's, there's a little filling up a theme to my phone call. It has annoyed me to no end that the 76ers refuse to look at Villanova players when they play in the same damn building. 
You don't have, not like you have to travel somewhere to watch them. They picked Landry Shamet over Brunson. Brunson, by the way, it wasn't like he was some obscure player. He's only the college player of the year that year. Yeah. They could have had him and Bridges, and now they had Bridges for three seconds, embarrassed him and his mom, and sent him off to, you know, Phoenix or Phoenix. wherever the hell he ended up. Um, but it, it's they're local players. Even if you're not good, if you bring in local players, there's at least some connection to some of the fans. And it's not like they stink. It's not like they came from, you know, an average program. They were, like, coming off national championships. They play in the same building, and they ignore them. And now we're looking at trying to trade and give assets for somebody they could have had. But, no, God forbid you, Daryl, you turn your fat ass around from your desk and look out the window when a game is going on in your own building. You might see some players that will help you. Sorry, that's my villain over Well, he wasn't, he wasn't the GM at the time. No. Uh, Hold on, are there any Nova players now worth drafting? They got one, right? No. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that freshman Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, he's going top ten, though. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, he's still worth drafting, Jack. Or are you saying we can't get him? Can't get what you're saying. No, we can't. Well, I Listen, don't have a draft pick until you know. Josh Hart. Josh Hart was a was a was a good acquisition for the Knicks last year. He he's a tough player. It would have been I nice like to Josh have him. Hart. Yeah, I yeah. do too, man. Yeah. He's a good player. Yep. Second round pick could have had him too. Not, yep. not didn't even didn't even sniff him. Yeah. No. But anyway, um, right. and it, it, it's by the way, I I've been calling Joel as Joel McNabb from now on, so far as I'm oh, concerned. Oh man. Great nice. in the regular season, <laughs> chokes in the playoffs, can't deal with it. Sorry, Donald I know you're your boy, but no. can't do That's it. And, you know, right. and I choked in those games, too, though. I mean, it wasn't all I, Donovan. I, some say that it was more Ike's fault than Donovan. <laughs> some say that. Some do yeah. say that. <laughs> well, no, I, I guarantee you, if Ike was playing in the Super Bowl this year, there wouldn't have been that 60-yard punt return. But that's for damn sure. Yep, that's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> all right, Kenny. That's for sure. You guys, you're the best. Thank you for keeping my afternoons lively. Love All right, you. buddy. All right, brother. All right, have a good weekend. Thank oh, you. I think Josh great. Hart is a free agent. If they, ah. want, if they want to use that. So if Harden walks and they can't get a sign and trade, they can use that $12 million exemption. I like that Bring in Josh, Josh Hart. Hart. Josh Hart, he plays defense. Oh, Philly guy. Good got, got a little offense to his game. Sometimes. You know? but, he's, but he's defense. He's a guy you can put on uh, either a point guard or two guard. Big enough to actually play a small forward yep. defensively as well. So, yeah, tough nose player. Yeah, those are the type of players you need, though. Yep. Well, John's trying to rebuild the 0-1 Sixers. I feel like yeah. Josh Hart is <laughs> Get right George there. Lynch and George Lynch and Tyrone Hill and is Tyrone Hill still in the league? Is he available? <laughs> no. Going to bring so, up Udonis Haslam. Udonis, yeah, hey, man, you get, you may have one more year in him. Now, he's signed, though, isn't he? No, I guess he's, a no, he's retiring. Yeah, he's retiring. So, so, Jack, it's a player option for Hart unless he's already opted out of it. Right. And the player options for almost $13 million, ah, shy of $13 million. Oh, yeah. So well, you're not getting him for twelve. Well, I mean, he wants a multi-year deal. Right. You give him a three-year deal. For thirty-six. Yeah. And my, I, I wonder what the market will be out there for him. But he is a um, – like, it's one of the things in the playoffs this year when you looked at the Sixers bench and it's like – you're like, damn! I wish I had a. Yeah, yeah, I hate looking at it. You wish <laughs> yes, you had a more yes. impactful player, and you just didn't. Yeah. And Melton, Melton, outside of of the first game against the Celtics, was not good. I mean, he really went cold late in that late in that series. Yep. But a guy like Hart that kind of does it all, and he brings energy and toughness to that second unit. Yeah. You you look at the four teams that are still remaining, and look at their depth. And and, and these aren't names that are 
that are household names that everybody knows. They're just glue guys, man. Yeah. They're glue guys. Each one of these teams has their quote-unquote star guys on the team, except for Miami has one star guy on the team. But they got a lot of glue guys. Yep. A lot of glue guys on those teams, man, that they know their roles. They don't need a ton of shots. They realize they're going to earn playing, uh, playing time by playing defense and hitting open shots when you get the chance. I mean, I'm looking at Austin Reeves out here, dude. He, he, He's about to become a $40 million make, a year player. Yeah, he's going to make a ton of money. So, by playing with LeBron, he's getting open shots playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis. And he's taking advantage, taking advantage of it. Taking advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, really, that's what, when I say, like, in your next wave, when you, if Embiid is here and you're trying to build around him, you need more guys that actually give a damn mm-hmm. and are willing to do the dirty stuff and play defense. And yep. Jackie made fun of me for the McKee and Eric Snow. Like you're obviously like you want a better player than Eric Snow, but Eric Snow also was a guy that did need shots. Too, man. Good defender, good defender, good leader. Aaron McKee did a little bit of everything. George yep. Lynch, like it didn't last because they weren't talented enough. I think to Aaron make McKee was last. six man of the year, wasn't he? Man, Aaron McKee is an underrated yeah. player. Yeah, he was like six man of the year. So it was Larry Brown, Coach of the Year, Aaron McKee, Six Man of the Year, and AI MVP that same year. And I think Matumbo was Defensive Player of the Year. So they did all four. I think so. Yeah, I think so. It just wasn't sustainable. But, like, you need more guys. Like, when you look at the second half of Game 7, and they did lose in Game 6, but you need more guys that are diving to the floor and going for loose balls and not giving up as easily as the the, the Sixers gave up in that game. You need some players to make some shots, too. Yeah, I mean, that would help. Jesus. All right, let's go to Matthew in West Philly. He has a take on Tyrese Maxey. Go ahead, Matthew. How are you, buddy? Yo, I'm good, man. How you guys doing? What up? What's up, Matthew? Yo, Kenny, Kenny, damn. McNabb? Wow, coming from you, that hurts. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> you need some support around him. So, yeah, he's catching him straight. Yeah, McNabb didn't right? even do anything and caught a straight bullet there. Yeah. Well, Kenny <laughs> did boo him the night he was drafted, so I guess we should expect it. Yeah, taking shots. <laughs> Yo, so thank you, Mr. Harden. You know, you put butts in the seat, and... uh I guess you helped us get rid of our, our, our problem child, but bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and if you look at it, the last two postseasons, I, I swear I saw Harden on the sidelines during timeouts with Maxie saying, no, 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 slow down, hold up, hold up, we're doing something else. Let Maxie take this team over. You know what I mean? I mean, they, that, that's an idea. You could, you could use next year and let Maxie run the point and see if he can develop right. into that point guard type of player. Right. Yeah. And you got Springer, you got B-Ball, you got all these other players. Look at Miami. They're, they're one star and, and no name. Cool. Yeah. Let's do that. You know what I mean? Let yeah. Maxie go. Let him free flow. Let him move the ball. He, he's unstoppable if, this is, if he's told this is like his gang, him and Embiid's gang. Yeah, I wonder if, if, if that's the case. What type of coach would they bring in mm. to coach these guys? Nick Nurse is supposed to meet with the Sixers over, yeah, over the that. weekend. I saw that, yeah. I, think he's listening I don't know. Does he have enough heart, though? I feel like here in Philly you need, you need somebody that's going to scream, yell, but also have that heart to Does drive. Does Nick money. Nurse have enough heart? Uh, Jack, do we have a, a heart meter on Nick Nurse? The coach? I think he's he's got he's a little snippy, you know. I yeah. think he's, oh, he's yeah, a little no, feisty. He, he and I like feisty. that. I like that he spent ten years in the in like the G League. Like I really, I don't know. I feel like he kind of works hard. Yeah, it works way up. <laughs> also, okay. there was some clip that was going around uh, Twitter last night, and it was when Harden was on that streak where he's scoring like fi- like fifty a night. It seemed like, 
and he just got really personal about how not he's not coming into my building and, and scoring 50, which I kind of like. Hey, he's got a little bit of an edge. He didn't beat that back and forth. I'm in on Nick Nurse. Yeah, I remember that. That part of it, he was calling Nick Nurse a, 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 basically a whining. Was he saying he was whining? Because <laughs> he was whining calls. about the refs. Yeah. It was during the playoffs, yeah, and, and, you, and you get George Carl was notoriously whiny for yep. whining during the playoffs. Oh, everybody's whining now. All man. of them. Yeah, yeah. You got, you oh, got that LeBron out. flop last night was just <laughs> all time. And that's your boy. Well, listen. He, was, he, he literally jumped into the, into the <laughs> stands, man. And then he took the towel and wiped the, like, the vodka <laughs> thing off his face. Yep. He looked old last night. Like, Definitely starting to catch up. Maybe because it's it's illegal to play in Denver. It should be illegal to play in Denver. <laughs> Lungs burning yeah, out. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. The, the altitude. altitude. Yep. Mm, I like it. Un- that's an unfair. It is, is an unfair advantage. Unfair advantage. Nuggets should have to win five games in the series <laughs> as opposed to four. No, just play at a neutral location. Yeah, let's do that. Ike in Southwest Philly. Ike. What up, y'all? What up, Ike? Ain't nothing. So. I'm hearing all this ludicrous stuff about trading and B. Like, these dudes out of out of pocket. First of all, when was the last time you heard somebody trade the MVP of that current year? I, I've, I've never heard that. I'm sure never. it probably happened, but that's, that's unheard of in my book. Did Second they trade? Brett Favre. I was going to say, uh, was, was Moses the MVP when they Moses, traded Moses, yeah. But he that, was, he but might be the last one. That was 40 years ago. Exactly. Was, no, but, but also I think that was more – that was more about Moses wanting out of town. And, right. and you also have to remember 40 years ago, when players were asking for money, there were teams that were like, well, we'll trade you. We're not going to pay you that. Right? And they, they'll trade you for money. Right, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah, back, back then. And, right. and, and the thing I was thinking, like, yo, people always talk about trade somebody early before it's too late. I understand that. But also remember, it was a period of time when Doc wasn't winning. And if David had got rid of him, but he needed the right person to come in with Moses again 40 years ago. I'm telling you, Ike, imagine the legacy of Dr. J if they didn't win in 1983. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yo, you just don't be, you don't know. And, and I just think that everybody, and I understand the frustration is it's, it's valid, but people just act like winning a championship is easy. You know what I'm saying? When y'all was losing them, John, like, I ain't want to get rid of, of, our, of our team at that point. We were yeah. getting there. You got to get there to have a chance to win. And the Sixers ain't got there, but they get. They are a, a very good team that needs to. to yeah, they, they they got a little bit of that. With them. <laughs> but they got to sit there and tweak this the right way. They, I think yeah. that their bench is an issue. I think that they don't. All the hard stuff. I get all that, but you need two way players who could come out and play like y'all was saying, Boston and them. They got a bench. Um, um, Denver is showing a nice little bench, oh, yeah. and, and we got to get it together. And, and the final thing I would say, I kind of want Nurse as the coach, to be honest with you, because not only is he a little bit snippy, like John was saying, I, I also remember when Embiid was playing against it, he would throw out different things, triple teams. He would play, like, real exotic defenses and stuff. I need somebody who's going to flip the script a little bit and try to – individualize the game. You know what I'm saying? You know how they always yeah, talk about uh, 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 the coach in uh, New England always has a different defense each game? Mm-hmm. I think we need something like that. So that's what I'm going with. My man. I like it. Thanks, Y'all be I'm... easy, man. All right, buddy. Good okay, weekend. I, I, I will say, you know, when, when you coach a team that's usually inferior to most of the 
the top teams in the conference, with the exception of the one year they won the NBA title, it forces you to be a little more creative. You got to be a little more scheme oriented. You got to be able to draw up plays to get guys open shots and things of that nature. And you look at some of the talent that he has on Toronto. That isn't a overly talented team. So these guys just can't go out and get buckets at sure. will. So the coaching aspect of it does come into play. And he's always had Toronto as a as a respectable team, you know, as a respectable team. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he's a guy that comes in and he's a little more hands-on from that standpoint. You know, you listen to Rasheed Wallace talk about Doc not making adjustments and things of that right. nature or drawing up plays coming out of timeouts. Maybe this is an area where Nick Nurse is strong at. Right. Maybe that's an area. Now, I, I'm, I'm still Coach Bud would be my number one choice. But I like Nick Nurse because Nick Nurse has won a title, and I just mentioned some of the other reasons why I like him. Uh, the reason why I would prefer Coach Bud uh, is because he's coached around a big man. So he, he at least has figured out how to do that and getting the most out of guys like Drew Holiday. He was able to get – I mean, hell, he turned uh, Lopez. Man, he, like, you felt like his career was – Yes, and he turned him into yeah. a solid player, so – Maybe he can do something with the talent. And then, guess what else? Getting him here, maybe a guy like Chris Middleton wants to come here with him. Not a bad idea, Ike. We're live at Chiggs and Pete's in South Philadelphia, coming up during football season, the home of the Brandon Graham Show and the Players' Lounge every Monday night at Chickies in South Philly. All right, we'll come back. Top five at five. What does Jack have in store for us on a Friday? That's coming up next. Your phone calls don't go anywhere. Marks and Reese, 94 WIP. Are you in the market for a new car? but you're not sure where to turn, then come over and see my friends at Elite Acura. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff is always happy to help find the right car for you. And their selection, absolutely loaded with hundreds of the most exciting Acuras on the market. So whether you're looking for a, a sleek, a sleek, not a sleek, a sleek sedan, or a spacious SUV, or a sporty coupe, Elite Acura has got your back. And for you special WIP listeners, they have just to offer for you. Right now, you can lease a new 2023 Acura MDX with, te- with technology package for $579 a month. Now's the perfect time to get yourself a great deal on an exciting new vehicle at Elite Acura. Make sure you visit them today on Route 73 North in Maple Shade. Look for the billboard and tell them Ike sent you. Or shop online anytime at EliteAcura.com.